L-O-P in the building. My life been a movie, I should have filmed it. Nicely with the pen game, pops taught me to spit game. Get your cameras ready, we heavy catch when I'm in frame. Product, opinionated, but I'm coming through smooth with it. I be kicking back, you could Google it. Bring a block to the booth, he the truth, just another lane lock. I'm a Crown Heights legend, still repping the same block. Whoa. You are now listening to the Life of Product podcast. Yeah. What up, what up, man? It's the boy Product. You are now locked into the Life of Product podcast. This is episode 12, second episode of 2021. We made it. Let me not say made it. We're making it. Let me correct that because shit been kind of crazy. <laughs> A little crazy, you know what I'm saying? So let's, let me pump the brakes on that. Let's, you know, keep our fingers crossed and everything. But what up to everybody? Um, thank you to everyone that's supporting the show. It's on multiple platforms. Um, you guys been hitting me up, sending emails, sending DMs, um, commenting on everything like that. And I, I really, really, really appreciate the support because I don't really just do this for me. I do this for you guys, too. Um, you guys been actually sending me feedback and also telling me what you guys would like to hear on the show. Some of this shit kind of crazy. Somebody asked me for relationship advice. Listen, I know that person is listening. Do not ask me for relationship advice because I just struck out a few times and I'm not trying to fuck your life up. I'm not. <laughs> so whether you're in a relationship or not, or you're trying to get in a relationship, I don't think you want to take that shit from me because it might just make it bad. Um, somebody hit me up the other day and was like, yo, son, um, how can I bag shorties? Dog, the fuck? I, where your pops at? I can't, I can't tell you how to do that. I, I can tell you how to do that, but I, I can't tell you how to do that. I'm, I'm not going to go that route, brother. But um, everything is on deck, man. We, we actually plan on making the show a lot bigger. I'm not going to reveal to y'all yet. Everything is uh, 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 in the pot and, it, and it's cooking right now. So whenever I get the confirmation from that and I can give you all the information, I think you guys are going to be very happy. But today, this is episode 12. Episode 12 talks about one thing that I would like to do one time. I actually have like <clears throat> a small bucket list of things I would like to do um, one time. But there's there's like a, a few of them, like a handful of main things that I would really like to do. Um, well, one thing before I get into the one of the main things I want to do, I want to go to Africa. And this is something that me and my pops was actually talking about years ago doing. This is before he retired. He was still working. His schedule was a little crazy. <clears throat> My schedule was a little crazy. So we never actually made it. We wanted to go to Nigeria. Um, and it's crazy because growing up in Brooklyn, I had cousins from Nigeria that came to New York to live and I got to meet them. And it was it was great. It was one of the best experiences of my life. So I've always imagined if that was a great experience, going to Africa and visiting family there would be even greater. Then I have a small extended family from Nigeria that we... Uh, were introduced to through one of my cousins from Nigeria, and we're still friends to this day. We're actually more like family. So shouts out to them. Shouts out to my boy Bilal, Timmy, Yummy. What up, man? I love you guys. Um, you know what I'm saying? Um, that's my Coney Island crew, brother, Brooklyn. Um, but yeah, so you know, today's episode is one thing I would like to do one time. So one thing I would like to do one time is I would like to fight in an MMA cage match. Three rounds, five minutes straight, nonstop. And I actually, back in the day, I used to go to uh, Best Style with my pops and my brother. We used to go hit the bag at a gym in, um, and shit in, in Brooklyn. And we was it was, it was kind of lit for a minute. We was going every week. Then stopped that for a while. Um, I got a little older. To my early to mid-teens, I was uh, taking judo. And I took judo for quite a few years. And the shit was amazing, dog. Like, it's you know, judo is one of those forms of, uh, uh, it's like a non-combat traditional form of, of, of kung fu or whatever. And um. 
uh, to my knowledge, I was told years ago there was two forms of judo. There was like traditional and there was like a, a combat judo. My sensei was like more of the grappling side. And the, the great thing about taking judo, somebody could be twice your size and you can flip the shit out of them. It, te- it teaches you a lot about balance and patience. And it teaches you how to really raise somebody up off of you and get somebody bigger up off you. Because you know, a lot of people out here, especially in the street, a lot of people think because they're bigger than you, they can actually rough you up and stuff like that. And judo was one of those things that will prepare you for almost any situation like that. Now, you can still get your ass whooped. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not telling you judo is going to win every fight. I'm not telling you that. Because if you study traditional judo and you're doing mostly grappling, then that's what you know. You know what I mean? And even, I still used to hit the bag when I used to go to the judo dojo and shit like that. But that's one, one, so one thing I would like to do is fight in an MMA cage fight. For three rounds for five minutes. Now, with the with the small background in martial arts, with the um, with you know the brief background in boxing, I also had a lot of hood fights, a lot of hood fights. Mind you, I had an older brother. When you have an older brother and you have a a, a numerous number of cousins, because I had a big ass family, you had to fight. It was either you learn how to fight, or you get your ass whooped. You know what I'm saying? And it was one of them things where. Nobody was going to fight for you if it was somebody your size. If it was somebody bigger than you, hell yeah, you go get your brother, get your cousins, you rock out. But if it was somebody your size, you had to either, you had to, and there's no either, you had to go out there and fight. And if you got your ass whooped, you had to go back and fight. If you got your ass whooped, you was going to get your ass whooped at home. It was none of that. It was none of that, oh, this kid is my size, this kid is shorter than me, he just beat my ass. Nah. So with the fighting experience that I had on a regular level, and boxing a little bit and then taking judo, getting into MMA is something I've wanted to do. I actually planned on taking MMA late last year. I actually, early last year in 2020, it was one of them things on my list. And then the pandemic happened, gyms closed up, and I wasn't really trying to go get sweaty and clinch up with somebody on grappling and fuck around and get that wrong. It just saw somebody sweating on my leg. It wasn't happening. But that was something I actually had planned on doing. Now, back to one thing I would like to do one time. One thing I would like to do one time, I would love to fight in an MMA fight for three rounds, five minutes. And I actually know the person I would love to fight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, I got a lot of listeners from different backgrounds, right? I, I, I've learned I got listeners from every state. I've learned I got listeners all the way in Italy. And you know what I'm saying? Which is amazing. Shouts out to Italy. Yo, DJ Pionbo, what up, dog? I know, I know for a fact you're one of the people fucking with my show, and I appreciate you. So I don't want to uh, offend anybody, but I'm, at the end of the day, I'm a grown-ass man. And if you're offended, fuck it. I don't care. Poke your chest out and take that shit. If you're offended, it, it probably applies to you. So I would love to fight in an MMA cage fight for three rounds, three five-minute rounds with George Zimmerman. George fat boy fucking Zimmerman. Yes, I said it. Why? Because you killed black America's little brother, motherfucker. And I'm still, I'm still actually angry about that. I still got a problem with that. Um, there's days I wake up and I say, damn, I would just love to run into this dude. Won't happen because he's hiding and we're in two totally different states. You, and and um, <laughs> it's, it's amazing. I'm laughing, but I'm a little heated on the inside because it's amazing to me that in 2021, that shit just, it's, it's kind of like we just like, like swept it under the carpet. It's swept under the rug. You know what I mean? Mind you, an unpopular opinion, that shit opened the floodgates for a lot of murders that have happened. This kid who had a promising future, a great kid that had a promising future, had a great mother and a great father, father, was killed by a fucking toy cop. 
a fucking eight hour licensed security guard literally killed this kid. Like, real talk, before we get deeper into the show, imagine a fucking overweight toy cop that's going bald has the power to kill this kid and get away with it. I got a huge problem with that. A huge fucking problem with that. You know why I got a huge problem with that? Because there's black men doing 20 life over weed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, they want to let them out now all of a sudden because the shit's legal in multiple states. Fuck out of here. That's bullshit. So people can go to jail for, for selling weed. People could have what should have been minor convictions, but this man could walk away. I think it's bullshit. And I think America. I think Amer- America tends to play these games with us. And when I say us, I mean us black people. America. And I'm not trying to race bait. I told y'all on previous shows I don't do that. But America tends to play these games with us. They tend to fucking play chess with our freedom and checkers. They tend to jump rope with our livelihoods and do shit like that. Because if you notice, there were numbers of cases that happened after that. There was a, a lot of y'all might not notice. I believe it was um. It was in New York when, when, when um, it was, what project was that? Was it Pink Houses? So there was a project in Brooklyn when um, an Asian cop, I believe it was, or a black cop, I, I believe it was an Asian cop, he shot somebody by a mistake and he was in jail, what, two weeks later and shit? What about, what about the cop? I think he was from Texas, the Asian dude that was raping girls and he was locked, literally locked up within a month and he's still locked up doing time. But a fucking eight-hour licensed toy cop that probably got his certificate at some bullshit remote site in Florida, shouts out to Florida, is walking scot-free. And I don't know if you guys ever listened to the audio for that. I listened to part of the audio when, um, whenever he was on the phone with the cops and, and the cops were telling him to fall back, not pursue. It's very heartbreaking. Very heartbreaking. Like, if you ever go back and listen to it, I actually planned on not listening to it, but I just, ha- I just had to hear it. I had to hear it because at the time, I was saying to myself, this is not life. This shit cannot be life. And it was. And it's, it's very sad that this man walked away from that shit after killing his kid. You know what I'm saying? And, and um, I can't imagine what, what Trayvon Martin's parents are going through. Trayvon Martin would be in his 20s now, I believe. I, I believe he would, be, he would be in his 20s right now. Very, very promising future. I believe he was playing football. He was a good kid. Um, People always had nothing but great things to say about him, you know? after his death, whenever they would interview family and friends. Now, real shit, you know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> I've been wanting to use that term for a minute, but you know what really you know what really grinds my fucking gears? The fact that he was treated like a celebrity. He was lit- the, the man was the man was a murderer and was signing fucking autographs on packs of Skittles. Packs of fucking Skittles, dog. The level of disrespect. Like I, I never would have imagined that in the present day that we living in, we would have saw some shit like that. They literally treated like him like a celebrity. There was a fucking celebrity boxing match that was damn near almost set up between him and DMX. I forgot the promoter's name. When I first saw this shit on, I think I was on Facebook, and I was like, nah, this can't, this is not it. I said, this is a lie. This is some Photoshop shit. And I went to Google, I went to official websites, and I'm looking like, wow. They just slapped us in the fucking face. That was a slap in the face to Trayvon Martin's parents, his family, his short-lived legacy. That was a smack in the fucking face to that, to literally title something as a celebrity boxing match and literally try to cash in on a murder. And I believe that they was trying to set him up in a fight 
with DMX. And he, I, I believe they took something that DMX said, like a statement, and ran with it as if the fight was really going to happen. The statement was, um, I'm going to beat the shit out of... Don't call me verbatim. I'll, I'm, I'll beat the shit out, out of him and piss on his face. And um, <clears throat> dog, we don't know what happened behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? We don't know what happened. We don't know if there was more talks about that. I got a problem with that. Not just because it was set up and called a quote-unquote celebrity boxing match, but for the fact that they tried to have George Zimmerman, who was in his early 30s, who was, what, 100 pounds, 150 pounds heavier than DMX? DMX was in his early 40s at the time. And at the time, DMX was recovering, unfortunately, and I'm glad he got through this, recovering from drug use, and he was going through legal issues. And DMX has asthma. I'm not saying he can't. He couldn't have whooped George Zimmerman ass. I think he would have. But like I said, the games that these people play, the fucking games that are played, they literally try to put George Zimmerman, label him as a celebrity, and put him in a boxing ring against somebody he is bigger than. You understand what I'm saying? Why the fuck they ain't go get somebody his size? Why the fuck they ain't go get somebody the same age as, uh, as George Zimmerman? And that's the issue I have. So yes, I would like to one time fight in an MMA fight, three rounds, five minutes each against George Zimmerman. And I would whoop his, I would whoop George Zimmerman's ass. I said it. I did. I would. And I would gladly whoop his ass. And y'all better pay me for it because I ain't doing it for free. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I would do it for free in the street, but in a boxing uh, ring, I would whoop his ass. In an MMA cage, I would whoop his ass and I better get paid for it. Y'all paying everybody else. Y'all was going to pay him. He's getting, he's getting paid fucking signing autographs. He was taking donations. You know what I'm saying? And not to get on the more serious side of the show, but this is why the floodgates had opened. If you look at the timeline of that, that happened some whatever years ago. The boxing celebrity boxing match was supposed to happen in 2014. You know what I'm saying? The fucking Trayvon Martin shit happened some odd years before that. The man walked. It opened the floodgates. It opened the floodgates for Sandra Bland, Corinne Gaines, George Floyd. The fucking the list goes on. The list, the list literally goes on. Why did us as black Americans only get somewhat of a chance of at, of, at revenge in a celebrity boxing match? Why was justice not served? You understand what I'm saying? Why was it not served? I always wondered if with, with that situation, if the tables was turned, what would have happened? Well, I, we know what the fuck would have happened. If, if George Zimmerman was, was black, let's say Trayvon Martin was older and he was the security guard. Fat-ass George Zimmerman was a young white kid. In that same situation, what would have happened? Trayvon Martin would be in jail for life now, especially in the state of Florida. I got an issue with Florida, too. I love visiting, but I swear I can't stay that long. I, I cannot stay that long. Every time I go to... Well, it depends on what part I go to Florida. <laughs> I go to Florida... I feel I don't know me. Ah, I'm gonna shut up because I got people listening to Florida. Shout out! I I really love y'all. I just I just have serious issues in Florida. Serious fucking issues. I almost had an issue with a Karen at a Walmart one time. I had to shut that shit the fuck down, and I threatened the shit out of her legally. And I said, "There's two cameras right above your head. Try some shit. I'll see you in court." I it, this is a true story. Really had to do that. So why I had to do that? Because I had to protect myself. And like I said, people play games. People play fucking games. So. If George Zimmerman was a, a, a young white kid and Trayvon Martin was an older black man, Trayvon Martin would have got life in jail. White America and the legal system in Florida would have made a fucking example out of him. They would have made a huge example out of him. <clears throat> and us black people would have sat there and probably believed everything 
that they said, and it probably would have been like mixed with lies and shit, because that's what <laughs> America does. They fucking lie on us and run with it and everything like that. We 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 listen. A lot of y'all, I've I've had damn near arguments with people because they quote unquote fully believe in the justice system. You are smoking crack. You smoking the same crack Pookie fucking smoked in New Jack City. If you think that the the, the justice system in America is straightforward down the board, you you smoke. You got Pookie lips, dog. You out your fucking mind. Ain't no way. It, it, there's no way. There is no justice in in America. The justice system is one sided. It's one fucking sided, and you cannot sit here and debate me on this. If it wasn't one sided, George Zimmerman would be in jail. The cops who killed Sandra Bland would be in jail. The look, we this is this is not something we don't even got to spend all day on that shit because I mean it's obvious and it's it's sad though. It's it's literally sad. You know what I mean? I remember I was kind of heavy into the whole George Zimmerman Trayvon Martin thing and shit. I had a really good friend of mine, um, uh, and I don't want to say her name, but her last name was Martin, and um, she's from Brooklyn. We knew each other for years. We had a great platonic relationship. Like that was my homie. We would hang out, we would kick it all the time and talk. And I remember one time, um, I went to go pick her up, and she was just sad, and we just pulled over and talked. And she said, "Yo, you know this Trayvon Martin situation." She said, "Yo, you know," I, she said, "I thought it was affecting me at first. She said it's it's affecting me now on a larger scale." I was like, "Why?" She said she had just found out that he was her cousin, I believe second cousin, quote unquote, her last name is Martin, just like his. And she said when she found that out, when she got the call, you know, I I believe her mother told her it hit their family harder. You know what I'm saying? So imagine not just being, you know, black American and and we we going through this because when when in America, when shit like this happened to one of our people, we all feel it. We all feel that shit. We, a, a lot of us, a lot of us who, who care about people and we, we care about our people, we stop what's going on and we mourn. We don't just mourn for five minutes. We don't just mourn for an for hour. We mourn, mourn. We feel that shit because you know why? That's one of us and that could have happened to us. That could have happened to our children. It could have happened to our brothers, our sisters. You understand what I'm saying? That really took a toll on her to see the pain in her face talking about that shit. I felt it even more. And I was already feeling it. You know what I mean? And and it's sad. Even talking about it is sad. That's not something us parents want to ever go through. We don't want to experience that. Imagine going through that. Now you have to, you got to make decisions. You got as a, imagine you're a black man and, and a fucking George Zimmerman, 200 pound sloppy receding hairline George Zimmerman kills your son. Imagine a fucking eight hour certificate security cop kills your son. Now you have to decide on so many things. You have to decide are you that are you going to just let this shit rock? It's going to hurt it's going to hurt your pride. Imagine imagine how your pride is going to feel after if a man kills your son. You understand what I'm saying? Imagine having to wake up every day with the weight on your shoulders, with the weight on your heart that you can't do shit about it. Because if you do some shit about it, it's going to come with consequences. Imagine the weight that you feel on you that you can only go legally and pursue the shit legally, but you know it's going to be a waste of fucking money and it's going to be high profile for nothing because he's going to fucking walk. He's going to walk. You ain't even got to roll the dice on that shit. George Zimmerman walked. I believe, wasn't, I believe his father was um, a judge. 
and he had a record and his father was constantly getting him out of shit. He was constantly getting out of things. And yeah, his life kind of went somewhat downhill after that. I mean, I'm pretty sure his life wasn't about shit before that. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? And I don't like to knock no man, but he's not no man. You know what I'm saying? George Zimmerman pisses sitting down. I'm I'm totally convinced. So and and let that's putting him in a category of you know what I don't want to say it, but whatever. But imagine that shit. Dog, imagine that you have to wake up every day and say, "Damn, if I kill this motherfucker, I'm gonna go to jail." Or imagine being in a state where the death penalty is at, like a California or a Texas or some shit. Now you got now you got to make a decision. Imagine having other children, they kill one of your sons. Now you have to wake up every fucking day and look them in the face and say, damn, yo, daddy couldn't do nothing. I'm sorry. I can't avenge your brother because if I do, I won't be here for you. Because you got you to gotta think, none of these motherfuckers is worth going to jail or hell over. You know what I'm saying? Real, and, and, and that's some real shit. And I, 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 let me say that to y'all one more time. None of these people are worth going to jail or hell over. Then they're not. And we all know Florida is a different fucking state. Florida is like, <laughs> Florida is weird. Flo- Florida is so weird. There was a black woman that had got put in jail some odd years ago because her husband had a record of beating on her. He was going to kill her. She shot a warning shot in the wall and they tried to give her fucking life. When it was her gun, it was her house that her name was in. It was in, the house was in her name. So yeah, I got issues with Florida. I got huge, huge issues with Florida. So at the end of the day, like I said, I would love, I would love to fight in a cage fight, an MMA cage fight for three rounds, five minutes against George, George Zimmerman. It would not even last three fucking rounds. I'm going to keep it so real with you because I would put pause on homie. I would. I said it. Listen, I'm hoping I don't lose followers for this shit, but I said what I said because the things I see in the show, if I say it on the show, I'm going to say it in real life. And if I say it in real life, I'm going to say it on the show. Yeah, it's your boy, Product. This was episode 12 of the Life of Product Podcast. Holla at your boy. Let's get it.